0: to The Breakfast Show. You are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88 on the Faith FM Network and you are joined by Danuta and my fabulous co-host... Lawson, Lawson, good morning. What are you Oh yeah, I know. You've cycled in again this yep. morning and it's meant that Brecky happened just before we went on the show. I'm kinda
1: of still like halfway through <laughs> eating it.
0: Look, it is called I the break- breakfast show. It is isn't the breakfast it? show, so- but
1: I think if we ate breakfast on air, then it would be a little bit
0: Yeah, yeah, it would be a, no. a,
1: little, a little bit gross. But so regardless, you eating but I'm, I'm eating. But, but I'm I'm eating because so I'm I'm a. I'm a breakfast skipper. Like sometimes, not all the time. Not a good thing. Not at like all. I actually, I'd say the majority of the time I skip breakfast. Um, because my problem is, like, I, t- dude, I've read the books. I've, I've, I've tried to eat breakfast consistently, and it makes me feel sick. This is my problem. What? When I eat breakfast so early, like I feel unwell. I hear and, you, and my stomach gets like squeamish, and I'm like, ugh, but. Now, because I'm cycling in every morning to the studio, it's, You're it, needing it's it when a good, like, in? 33, 35, around there, kilometered ride. So it takes me a little over an hour, and once I get here, then I'm just like... Tuck in and have some food.
0: Tucking in. And look, I hear you because I can't eat brekkie really, really early, Mm. but I do like not to skip breakfast. Yeah. You know why? They they actually say that brekkie is the most important meal. Oh, absolutely. And that that actually it's meant to be the biggest meal of the day and then you go smaller as you go along. But we tend to reverse it in the
1: Western world a lot.
0: We kind of go – Small brekkie, on the run, a lot of people, well, maybe not everyone, of course, not everyone.
1: I think especially because we do that because – like at night time we get to hang out with people. That's
0: right, and yeah. And then
1: it's like, oh, let's eat a big meal together. Like That literally yeah, happened to me last time night. and there's time to
0: cook it. And there's time to cook it usually as So,
1: well. yeah, interesting stuff, interesting times. But, hey, wait, let us know what you ate for breakfast this morning. And was yeah. it really yummy and healthy or if you're making breakfast right now. But, hey, here's some weather.
0: And coming up on our show today, we have our interview with Jennifer Skews, which is always fabulous to have her on the show. In our new segment, we're going to Victoria, and we're also looking at a new refuge pre- Program in New South Wales. In our Bible study time, we're continuing an overview, and this time it's on Ephesians chapter three.
1: You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different.
0: Awesome! And we're so happy to be with you this morning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we're going to have our first quiz question for this morning, and of course, you go in the draw to win. Two books this time, two quiz books, which Lawson will tell you about shortly, but you're going to draw. That happens at quarter to nine on Friday morning, and the week is going so fast. So keep getting your answers in. Yesterday, Valmay got all five questions right. She texted in and got all of them right. So take it away, please,
1: Lawson. All right. First question for the day. Simply this. What position did Felix Holds. Now, thankfully, in the Bible, there's only one Felix. That's right. So, you know, you don't have to say it was this Felix or that Felix. There's only one of them. What position did they hold? If you know the answer to that one, hey, 0491 064 669, that is the number to text. And if you text that number with the correct answer, you'll go into the draw to win the incredible Bible Challenge card game. For adults and teams, teens, as well as the Bible quiz show. So both of these books are Bible quiz games, Bible quizzes, that kind of thing, which are amazing in two senses. Firstly, mm. it's awesome to get together, whether at church or with friends, mm-hmm. or with family, at home, do some Bible quiz, you know, hang out, have you live your best life, like all these things, super fun. Secondarily, it also gives you an opportunity to increase your knowledge of biblical facts and verses and, and what yes. the Bible is saying as well. And, and when someone says, hey, what position does Felix hold? You'll just know.
0: That's right. you just be <laughs> like, oh,
1: I know exactly what Felix did. Of course, you could read the Bible um, and come to that conclusion, but then you can test your friends on that too and really drill it down. But hey, again, that question was, what position did Felix hold? And that number was zero four nine one zero six four. 669 again. It was 0491064669. Six, four, six, six,
0: and remember to state it or star it if you, um, if you just want to play but don't want to go in the draw. So just put a star there all right, that you don't want to actually go into the draw. So, hey, look, Lawson, where are we going to this morning for our city or country area that has our station? Who are we saying hi to? I
1: want to give a shout-out to Somerset in Queensland, listening on 87.6. Now, Somerset is just west of the Sunshine Coast. Oh, another one near Sunshine Coast. in line from, you know, a very beautiful area. But the Somerset region, according to my Google Maps that I'm looking at, here it is quite big and has sit- towns in it like kilcoy and moore and uh all all these other like cool towns caminia lowwood fernvale so if you're from one of these towns in yeah. this area of somerset hey let us know zero four nine one zero six that is our number to text let us know you know how you're doing there whether you're living your best life and and yeah just just getting it done today
0: and living the best life is something that we love to talk about here at Faith FM, don't <laughs> we? And you often use that phrase, living the best life. Yes, and we, of we do love that. And we feel that the best life you can have is with Jesus is Christ. A life hey, with Christ, that's yeah. so, but anyway, just, yeah, if you're from Somerset, let us know whether you've got property there and what you have on the property or what, what, how long you've been living in the area, what you love mm. about the area. What do you love about Faith FM and, and we have people texting in too about the songs that we play, what they love about those. So mm. just give us a text on zero four nine one zero six four. 669 is the number. Oh man, and
1: it looks like there's this beautiful glassy lake there that's really nice that you can this is like prime water skiing right here. Lake Wiven Wivenhoe I think it's pronounced. Oh. But hey, if you know if if you're from this area 0491 064 669, Denuta, what is happening in Positively Different News?
0: Okay, so in Positively Different News, the great thing is we're going right here locally in our area oh, in awesome. New South Wales. Okay, New
1: South Wales. And of
0: course, your new new segment is going to be about Victoria. Now, mine's about New South Wales this time. So, we're very local. The greatest
1: place on earth. Well, not New South Wales, like Newcastle, but... Newcastle's in New South Wales, so yeah, yeah, you know, you, by you extension, like
0: yeah, yeah. So we're yeah. actually talking about the Lake Macquarie region, which oh, is <laughs> it's yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> great,
1: the greatest place <laughs> on earth. Now, like, hold
0: on, hold on. I know your university, Avondale, is right in the yeah. heart of you know Lake Macquarie region, and it is, it is, it's a great area. It's and of course, there so is this, amazing. and and the lake itself, Lake Macquarie, is just beautiful, isn't it? Like you've got so many of the little townships, like Rathmines, and I grew up and, in Rathmines. Oh, did you?
1: So I grew up right on the lake in wrath Mines and it was just awesome. Like it was it was nice. so cool. We had four acres that yep. then backed onto the lake. Right. And so it was like we had motorbike tracks and we had a little pony and then we like just uh and by by pony it was just this like very small horse. And mm. then um and then we were like right there on the lake and we had a little jetty and it was just dude growing up in Lake Macquarie on the lake dude it is it is it is the spot. It so is. That's, it I'm claiming. Is really, it.
0: All right, all right, all right. We hear you. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, yeah, there's a new refuge program that's going to be coming here oh, into the Lake awesome. Macquarie region, um, here in New South Wales. And it's actually going to be a refuge program for women and children escaping domestic violence, of oh, course. Amazing. Which, um, in one sense, is really sad about the fact that it's relating to domestic violence because domestic violence is continually on the increase in Australia. Um, and uh, but the, the beautiful thing is, of course, the good news is that there's going to be this refuge program. Now it's actually it's actually going to be called it's part of what's called the core and cluster program, which will offer women self contained units and services like counselling, you know, legal aid, those kind of things um, that they'll actually need to help them through. So this is going to be like a stop off point, you can say, in between to try and help them to, to, to have their own places afterwards. So Lake Macquarie is one of 27 areas, regional areas, that will actually be getting this. Now, domestic violence is one of the leading causes of homelessness as well. And it's also one of the two crime areas, um, sorry, domestic violence violence and also um, family violence are the two crime areas in New South Wales that have actually increased consistently over the last two to five years. Now, if you think about it too, in the heart of those last two to five years, we've actually had COVID and that in its own self, you know, would have produced, uh, produced what would have happened unfortunately is because of the high stress levels that people are under and the lack of socialisation and stuff like that, um, there's been an increase, of course, um, in domestic violence, which is really sad. Now, here's the thing that these this core and cluster program will actually mm-hmm. provide um, an initial crisis point. You can kind of say for for like the next three to six months for people as they come. You know, when they come in for up to three to six months, and they'll be able to accommodate up to catch this five families. And actually four single women. So that's, that's really fantastic. And they're actually going to be having their an indoor and an outdoor mm. air play areas for the children as well as a pet area, which I think is really amazing because pets are really healing for people when they're under high stress because pets are love, love you no matter what, right? Especially mm-hmm. dogs and cats. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, And
0: on top of that, the whole affection that you can actually give to animals is in itself really healing. Mm. So the Lake Macquarie is actually, you know, the state government identified gap areas in the services here in Lake Macquarie, and that's why they're actually getting it, and actually will be de- delivered through what's called the, um, the Housing Plus uh, program and managed by Jenny's Place. Now, Jenny's Place is actually a specialist domestic violence and homelessness service that's actually been around for about... 46 years in Newcastle, mm. so quite a long time. But the great thing is that they're joining hands in this area and the thing is that back in 2021, so um, so back in 2021, the state government actually announced $484 million would actually go out towards helping in this area and mm. that's why Port, Port Lake Macquarie, I was going to say Port Macquarie, <laughs> Port Macquarie might be one of those areas, but Lake Macquarie is actually going to be getting a portion of that so it 's going to be just over five million that will be going into that space so the thing is that it's really exciting that this is going to be available for for the, the women and the children as well as the counseling service and legal aids that that will actually help them to stand on their feet and to actually move forward in some kind of way uh, and and help them to try and be resilient because resilience is really important. Yeah. Uh, but, but people are really affected, you know, psychologically, emotionally, yeah. socially. So many aspects are affected in their lives. So that's, it's it, a really great thing, isn't
1: it? And it's such an important work to protect the vulnerable. Yes. You know, as the Bible says, as James says, you know, true religion is this to help the poor and the, and the widows. widows and the orphans. That's and, right. And I think that we can go a long way when supporting these people and then being yes. able to impart the gospel into into their lives. And I oh, love I the love it. story yeah. of Dorcas. Yes. Dorcas is I call my car Dorcas. Other than <laughs> I than there's stuff. I call, call my I call car my Dorcas. car Dorcas because it's full of charitable deeds and good works. Well, good stuff. Uh, because you know, it gets me around. But um but yeah, Dorcas, the story of that, you know, this person's sewing tunics for the widows to support yes, them. Yes, and in when every this way. amazing miracle happens where she's brought back from the dead and resurrected yeah all the widows see that and go okay we want to know this that's Jesus. right you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different
0: and we're excited, like we said, that we're back on the show today. So Lawson, take away our next quiz question, please.
1: Why was Nehemiah sad in the presence of King Artaxerxes? Oh, love this story so much. Man, these first two questions are like from my favourite books in the Bible. like so everything's favourite of
0: yours. Because every time we have a quiz question, it's like, oh, that's my favourite. Oh, that's my oh, favourite. I mean, so, no, but these are, are these are actually my favourite. These are actually
1: my favourites. Right, favorites. yeah, because
0: yeah, you do love Nehemiah. I know yeah, you I said love, you Nehemiah.
1: love Nehemiah, you know, Felix there in the Book of Acts, like, I love these stories so much, and man, this is this, this is awesome. So hey, if you know why Nehemiah was sad in the presence of King Artaxerxes, hey, give us a text zero four nine one zero six 4669, that is our number. And of course, our prizes for this week, the Bible Challenge Card Game for adults and teens, as well as the Bible Quiz Show. We want to give you both of these things absolutely for free. The only way to get them, though, is to answer questions correctly so that you end up in the draw. And if you get in the draw, if we spin that wheel, and it lands on your name. That's right. Well, well, then, <laughs> hey, we'll give it to you, and we just want to and encourage you. And Our winners have
0: always been so excited. Hey, those right. texts to We don't know where, we don't manage to read them out each time, but so many times people actually text us back and say, "Oh, I'm so happy to actually have." My prize, you know, I've received it, or it gives me real joy. I mean, the other day we read one that gives them real joy. Hey, Yeah, so just, it's amaz-
1: just really cool. amazing stuff. So, guys, again, and the more questions that you answer, the more chances you have to win. And it's often it's people who stack the deck who win, but then sometimes as well people sneak in with a single answer here or a single answer there Yo. to win the prize. So, either which way, guys, you got to be in it to win it. So give us text, 0491 064 69. Why was Nehemiah sad in the presence of King Artaxerxes?
0: Nah, that's it. Hey, look, we had a text message really early this morning, even before we started this show, from David saying a blessed morning to the significant three of the breakfast show, Shelter Newter and Lawson. Blessings for this glorious day. Um yeah, and you know, and, and there's more even there further about, you know, the Sabbath coming in later this week. Then David also says, Yes, I've been awake since two thirty. 30 a.m. Western Australian time before your daylight saving why? even starts. So, why? Yeah. Like, that is... Well, that's really That early. is commitment. I I,
1: I I, would love David. I really want to know why. Because... Yeah, I, or I, he
0: woke up and couldn't fall asleep, like sometimes we true, do.
1: <laughs> fair enough. Like, all of us here at The Breakfast Show get up quite early. Early, 4.30. Like,
0: really, yeah. yeah.
1: I'm, mate, 4.45, my alarm goes off. Like, we're up Bang. early. But, dude, like... It two yeah, yeah. thirty AM. Like, it's right. still nighttime. Like it's it is it, it's, it, it, it's still like it's sleep time at that it, point. Um that's I th- crazy. I think so.
0: So my recommendation would be make sure you get a snooze in somewhere today. Yeah,
1: or go to bed at seven PM or something like right. that. Like,
0: that's
1: amazing. That's
0: right. Hey, where are we going with our news today? Hey, um,
1: as I said, we are going to the Great South, which is Victoria, and the resignation of Premier Dan Andrews, Yo. who has resigned after nine years in the position as Premier and after three election victories and after a very recent election victory. This has come as quite a shock to yes. a number of people. It, it, you know, he effective Wednesday 5. So by Wednesday, 5 p.m., he will no longer be the Premier of... Victoria, obviously. So today,
0: for That's
1: right. He has been quite controversial in the role. Mm. Um, he's obviously received enough support to get through his elections, but I think particularly amongst the faith-based community, yes. there has been a lot of skepticism about the Andrews government and, and whatnot. And it's for a number of reasons. Well, I think a lot of people struggled with, uh, with the COVID. You know, the COVID situation, the mandates that were down there, the ongoing state of emergency that was in Victoria and the very harsh and in the words of uh, Lyle Southwell, the very draconian uh, (laughs) restrictions that existed in Victoria and the fines and and the difficulties that came with that again like we had to manage COVID I think in in some way there it was good to have restrictions so that the spread of COVID wasn't too harsh but what was it It was like I think it was 700 and something days that they were in in restrictions yeah even past like there were still pandemic regulations and whatnot by like you know june july 2022 so very very long time like by that I point think a lot of
0: victorians moved out of out i mean so many moved yeah. out when they had the chance to hey yeah. just out out and up north and up to this this area as well so. i went down
1: to victoria at the end of 2021 and and yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was interesting. It was, you know, yeah, the, the different restrictions and, and lockdowns and, and whatnot. By that t- point, you could kind of get around the city and go to different places. But, mm. um, but at the same time, like we spent a bit of time in the country and we were with some people who are like, I, 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 we were with some of our friends. Shout out Johnny and Tina Wong. Um, they have, you know, a place in the city and then a place out in the country. And they're like, yeah, we're just. We're just out in the country. We're just out in the country. can you know, do what we want yeah, out there. Out, hey? Shout out Marysville. You know, beautiful area there in Victoria, obviously rebuilt after the fires. Yes. But, uh, yeah, he has resigned. Now, specifically for faith-based people, though, there were two main pieces of legislation that really rocked, rubbed.
0: Rocked things, for, eh? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, for us. And it was
1: it was quite interesting. And one of them, um, it was the anti-conversion, mm. uh, anti-conversion therapy Bill and the other one was the religious discrimination and discrimination acts in schools. And Absolutely. basically what we saw is that firstly with the anti Conversion therapy bill. It said that you know if you pressure someone to change their gender identity or their sexual orientation, that th- that was the wording of the thing. If you mm. pressure someone to mm. or, or put them through therapy to change their sexual identity or orientation, uh, uh, that is a crime mm. and that is abusive. And I think that if you did that against someone's will then you know particularly as an adult like yeah fair enough like that's fair yep like that that is abusive uh but under the umbrella of what is an abusive practice in that space was prayer Mm. and and the wording of the legislation essentially got to in the end it was it was basically like in in terms of how this practically worked, is that if you prayed for someone despite their consent, and then it was reported to the government, uh, it could be classed as causing injury to that person, and furthermore, you know, you would you would be perse- prosecuted for and that, doing something. And that like was that. the
0: big thing. Why within the religious community, hey, there was um yeah uh, concerns and everything else around that because like prayer is such a big part. Of course, in Christianity mm-hmm. and that we believe that when people are actually in a situation that is challenging for them or is difficult for them, that we actually like to pray with them. And we've mm. seen that how much, how it has helped people in every way. But yeah, he actually became known as also the, you know, media commentators also labeled him as dictator Dan, didn't <laughs> yeah. they? Yeah. And I, <laughs>
1: I think that was because there was, because of the ongoing state of emergency in Victoria, mm. there was basically no, say given to the under a state of emergency there's no say given to the people essentially. And, and there you, you can just continue to rule as premier and even like skip elections under a state of emergency. Ultimately they ended up having the an election and Dan Andrews won, but there was this kind of draconianess to his, his rule there. And it's like, ah, oh, and, and it's almost like he's made legislation to not, to not lose his position in, in parliament mm. or, or enforce legislation with a state of emergency. Of course, that was another part of legislation that he passed was to extend the length of states of emergency, which was defined in the 2008 Health Act mm. as a, a specific spe- a period of time. Mm-hmm. And then he lengthened it a lot more. The other piece of legislation, though, that rubbed Christians the wrong way and that r- Christians really struggled with was essentially the the restrictions put on faith-based schools in yep. terms of how they could hire. And again, when you read about this from certain media outlets and they're like, oh, this is just protecting LGBTQ people in these spaces and, and protecting their rights. But at the same time, when you actually read the legislation, it says, oh you know, schools, it's like religious schools still have the ability to hire based on faith. Mm. It's like, oh, okay, cool. (laughs) And then it says, in roles in which it's necessary. And then when you say, okay, well, what role does the legislation determine is necessary? And the only role is chaplain. Outside of chaplain, like if you're a math teacher, English or whatever, at a faith-based school, they say, oh, well, you don't need to be Christian to do that job. And, And so if you hire based on faith, then that's actually a breach of of law and that's discriminatory. But in reality, you know, I grew up as a non-Christian going to Christian schools. And particularly, I want to give a big shout out to my Christian high school, uh, Hunter Christian School. Like, they had a powerful and amazing Christian environment there. And that is because all the teachers there were Christian. They were all church attending Christians. And they were, whether it was my math teacher, my science teacher, whatever it may be, my English teacher, my art teacher... They were all on board with this mission. And for me, as like a heathen, non-Christian guy attending, you know, like as far from Christian as possible, I had an amazing Christian experience. And even when we talk about like, you know, they're like, oh, it's all about inclusion and diversity and whatnot. There were students at my school who were gay. There were students at my school who came from all different backgrounds. And everyone felt included and loved because of the loving kindness, the Christian-motivated loving kindness of the staff at the school. Mm. And, oh, man, if anyone's listening from Hunter Christian School, like, (laughs) I I love you guys so much. And I I just cannot say, you know, I became a Christian a fair few years after I went to school, but it was a huge part of my journey to be in a positive Christian environment, to have good Christian friends and amazing Christian teachers. Like, again, like, I say it with my chest, I'm, like, hiring faith-based, like f- faith te- hiring teachers with religious convictions with faith is so important to providing an actual faith-based experience where people experience the love of Christ 100%. and yeah, they passed legislation that was like, oh well, you can't do that anymore so it's to see dictator so, Dan go, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for many they're saying, <laughs> oh well, it's a it's a good thing, we'll see uh, looking into the future what this looks like for Victoria and, and how it shakes out you're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different.
0: Lawson, it's come time for our third quiz question for today, please.
1: What is the shortest book in the New Testament?
0: Aha! Uh-huh. If
1: you know the answer to that one, 0491 064 669. And if you answer that correctly, you go into the draw to win our amazing prizes for this week, the Bible Challenge card game, as well as the Bible Quiz Sure. I want to give a shout out to my mum real quick. He sent me a cute little text message. Just inform me. We talked about Somerset earlier in the show. Yeah, and she we was, did. She was like, Oh, some of our, you know, childhood friends, um, they own, you know, property out there because they were super into water skiing and whatnot. So yeah, shout out my mum for listening to the show this morning. And, and yeah, some of my childhood friends who are up in the Somerset area getting it done on the beautiful lake there. So. Yeah, absolutely. But hey, it's time to get into our interview our, with Jennifer Skews.
0: That's right. Jennifer, hello. Are you there? I'm here. Hello. Hello. Good to have you back <laughs> on the show, Jennifer. And of course, we, I mean, just so many things. I practice some of those things that you've mentioned, you know, the nice. last few weeks, like the smile. I was actually doing my walk yesterday after Faith FM, as I do every time. And I thought, Smile. Jennifer says to smile. There was no one around (laughs) and so I smiled. (laughs) Or or I pat the heart every now and then. You know how you said about rubbing the heart. Yeah, yeah, rub the heart. I'm going to try some some of these things. But today we're actually continuing on emotional health and we're continuing on with emotional roller coaster, Jennifer. We are, and uh, I guess
2: this is a question for both of you, but uh, Lawson particularly. What do you know about
1: emotional roller coasters? Oh, like that I'm on <laughs> one all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, like is, is emotional roller coasters like up and down? Wait, why is this question specifically for me? Yeah, like, like, well, like, what 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 happened, what, happened, what did I do? I, thinking... I, I mean, fine. Like, thank you. I probably need this question, but well, what's up with uh-huh. that, Jennifer? Well,
2: no, you give me feedback sometimes you get out there and you roll along 100 miles an hour oh, yeah <laughs> true
1: actually a piece of your advice that i've been practicing lately so i've been riding my bicycle every, every day into the studio Excellent. it's like it's yeah. like a and then riding it back it's like a good 70 plus k round trip around 75 k's mm. and wow. and um man when i'm getting up those heels i'm like you know my heart beats Thumping and whatnot, yep. and I'm like, oh! And then there's trucks passing me because I'm on the side um, of the road. I'm like, oh, uh, well, this is intense. I'm like, okay, just breathe, just breathe it out. You know, deep <laughs> breaths. I don't quite take my hand off the handlebar to put it on my heart because I'm like, I don't no, wanna, don't, you know, you I, don't need I, I, to
0: do that one. I don't. Um, I don't, don't want to
1: fall off. But man, those no, deep breaths getting me up the hills, Jennifer. <laughs> it's amazing. I thought it
0: was um, an electric bike itself. It, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: it's still, it doesn't mean you don't need a pedal. She's it doesn't mean you don't it's need the the pedal.
0: Heart, but it's don't mate. I'm
1: flying <laughs> up those hills because of these legs, man. So, yeah, uh, good uh,
0: All right. Take it away, Jennifer. With what That's we all right.
2: Yeah. Well, it's good to hear that you're both using the, the uh, health tips I'm giving because they're very simple and they're very easy to do and they become part of your life and help you, which is what we're talking about, to balance your emotions. Yes. So I can't – I'm not a thrill seeker. I'm not an adrenaline person oh. in that sense, yeah, I know. <laughs> roller Speak for Lawson is. Speak He would do all of yourself. those <laughs> <laughs> Hence the question to Lawson. Uh, because I'm not a roller coaster person, but certainly mm. I have been on roller coasters emotionally, I don't know how often. Mm. And I've got this really good little quote here from it's a book called Deadly Emotions mm. by uh, Dr. Don Colbert. And he says just like getting off mo- an emotional roller coaster ride, an emotional roller coaster can also render a person a little wobbly, unsure, unstable, stressed out, weak, and incapable of full functioning. Emotional roller coasters sap a person of both physical and psychological health often leaving both mind and body depleted of energy and strength. Mm. So once you get off that roller coaster, um, you know, when you've been driven emotionally, it's exhausting. Yeah, you know, I, that's when people mm. can burn out. Mm.
0: I've been there. <laughs> yep,
2: yeah, so have I. <laughs> I think probably a lot of – or most of our listeners, if not all of them, know what that's about. And once emotions kick in and we get on that roller coaster, it's really – Hard. You don't realize how difficult it is sometimes because, one, you're not aware of it. Mm. Sometimes you're on a high. You think, oh, this is fantastic. But you don't realize you're pushing yourself along at too fast a speed mm. and we don't then what we call regulate emotions. We just go with it. We drive till we drop. It's mm. that principle. But when we do that, there's a point where we go into overkill. It's too much. Mm. And you've probably heard that term Stop the world, I want to get off. Mm. That's the emotional roller coaster. We, I've had enough, I just want to slow down, but how do I do that? So, this is where we're sort of coming into looking at emotions and the brain and what we're doing and how do I get off that roller coaster? How do I regulate? And we learn to regulate emotions or what we call self regulate. We're meant to learn that in the first two years of life, having a caregiver or parent who Actually works with our emotions, recognises when, when that child or that baby is emotionally distressed not just wanting attention, but emotionally distressed and can go and soothe and calm. The baby's brain is learning to regulate emotionally by the mother's or the caregiver's soothing and calming and um, talking, you know, the, the type of language and voice. And that means when the baby reaches about two as a toddler, they now have a good idea of regulation of emotions. If not that's when that roller coaster kicks in, and it's at a very young age. So we've
0: got to learn to get off. That that's really early, isn't it? Like, I wouldn't have mm. even thought of it. That that's actually that quite early. And so, really, um, would it be that? I mean, the the parents, the way that the parents are dealing with the child and the safe yes. environment has got a lot to do with how they actually um, yes develop develop mm. in, into you mm. know going on an emotional roller coaster or not.
2: Mm. That's right, because. What happens, the baby's brain up until about two is emotional and it's a survival brain. To survive, if it's wet, it cries. If it's hungry, it cries. If it's cold, it cries. Um, So it's about the brain going, got to survive. The baby doesn't think. The Mother has to be the brain and the mind of the intellectually of that mm. child, but also reading emotions This is that what that maternal instinct is about mm. you know and so but sometimes mothers and i don 't blame mothers a lot of mothers might be having problems, uh, depressed, difficult relationships, pressures. Financial, all sorts of things can interfere with that process. Mm-hmm. So, um, but what happens then at the age of two, the thinking brain starts to kick in and develop, mm-hmm. and that's when the brain goes either emotional chaos or control. And to control, you go into anxiety disorders, and and they're all emotionally related. So it's either excessive control in your life to if you're feeling emotionally uncomfortable. You do something to make yourself feel better, hence addictions, or you go into emotional chaos and can't cope. Mm. So this is where you get the two extremes. So we can grow up having those two extremes because no one's ever helped us to regulate our emotions. Mm.
0: Wow. So how can we actually prevent going on to that kind of emotional rollercoaster and also I guess once we are in it, how can we work on dealing yeah. with it so we get better?
2: Yeah. Well, this is sort of we're going to spend a bit of time on this because it's something we need time to do and there's things we can learn and I find maps and models for the brain to have a map to step back because we want to work what the term called mindful and it is a term that's used a lot now um, doing mindful exercises and that but there's two sides to it there is the new age side which uses a lot of the eastern meditations and techniques and visualizations or I find the Christian side is walking consciously With our Lord, and like we we study, when we pray, we're being mindful, but it's an active process in the present we're aware of. It's not something where we sort of get out of the body or escape. Mm -hmm. So to be mindful means Mm -hmm. like when you're riding up that hill, you're very mindful.
0: (laughs) You know what's going on, you're feeling
2: the body, you you see. So mindfulness is being aware in the present, not Um, being at a point where you're in the present, but you don't know you're in the present if you you get my drift there. Mm -hmm. So this is where knowing uh, what's happening emotionally and a mindful person can observe it, not participate. So Mm -hmm. when I'm being mindful, I'm observing it and I go, hang on, my body's a bit anxious versus I'm so anxious, what's wrong? Mm. See, there's two sides to it. So that awareness comes back to physiology as well because emotions are driven by adrenaline, cortisol, So, and that's where some of the skills we've already learned, like the heart breathing, and that is very helpful in regulating emotions. Um, But there's a lot more we can learn to help that process or understand it, which is what we're starting to do at the moment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if I talk about an emotion, can you define it? What is an emotion?
1: Uh, uh, a feeling. <laughs> a, a
0: feeling, the change in the hearts that happens, thoughts right. in the minds that happen, and then there's a reaction. That, okay. Yeah, from, from the feeling that happens, there's some kind of reaction to it.
2: Okay. So we often say emotions are feelings, but what's a feeling? So it's hard to define, but mm-hmm. I found a good definition. Emotion is energy in motion. Oh. Isn't that a good definition? Because it is. Ah, When you have an emotion, it is energy. This is where that roller coaster comes in. If we've got too much emotional energy and we're on the roller coaster, we're not being what that term, that mindful, being in the present, being the observer, we are now on the roller coaster. There's Mm -hmm. only two ways to go. You're either off the roller coaster and we're working with the mind, that left-right brain balance and calming the body. and, And it doesn't mean you don't feel. You have wonderful emotions when you're in that balance. It's much better than being on the roller coaster. Mm. Mm. But uh, when you look at the world out there, there's a lot of roller coasters happening. Mm.
0: Yes, yeah. yes, and, in, in, and that, in in every way, and, and yes. it would be fair to say that certain situations spark that off, don't they?
2: Yes, yes, yeah, uh, certainly they do. And when you have a look at the the world and what's happening, or only have to turn on the news or look at something, or someone comes in, oh, guess what happened last night? And you look at all the what's going on in wars and, um, you know, all those uh, natural disasters and things, people get on that roller coaster very easily. Mm. In fact, I don't watch the news because mainstream wants you on that roller coaster. They rev the engine. They they give you visual images and go over it and over it. So I prefer to read it or listen to it um, versus watching the visuals. And that has helped me to be calmer and still be in touch with what's going on. And this is where the internet's good because you can go onto a news page and look. But you want to recognize the triggers that put you on the roller coaster. So that's maybe something people can do this week is have a look at what gets me on the emotional roller coaster. And one of the things you said, Danuta, is when we were defining it was about the body. You're feeling it in the body and that is that adrenaline and cortisol and that's what we've talked about and that, like you said, smiling, rubbing the heart, doing the breathing, keeps that heart calm because we equate the heart and emotions together. Yes. Yeah. So it's a heart feeling, you know, when we have those feelings. So if we can regulate the body and the brain, then we're regulating the emotions.
0: Mm. Yeah, that makes so much sense, doesn't it? I mean, just such it a does. strong link. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, yeah, and it's not it's it's not that difficult, but it's hard because we're so used to being on that roller coaster. Yes, mm.
0: yeah. Well, be, and be, we, we become so immune to it, don't we? If it becomes such a p- pattern of life. Anyway, uh, It Law, does. Lawson. It's... Lawson's got something. Oh, yeah. When you said we get
1: so used to living on that roller coaster, I think almost. At times it seems as though, as though people crave it with, with. Gossip and drama and and the negative bias that we have that we love to look towards negative things. And it's like we're, we're addicted to being on the roller coaster, but there's actually an alternative that's so much better for our health and our relationships. And that is to, and that is to, to smooth that thing out, you know, (laughs) um, you you, you know, (laughs) you the train still goes forward, but let's, uh, let's try and, you know, not have the big ups and downs.
2: Let's not just ride with the train. Let's drive the train, basically. Yeah, You absolutely. want to look at it that way. But, um, you yeah, know, very good points you've made there because um, we have to take charge. But this is where the addiction is, the adrenaline. Mm. People get addicted to the adrenaline associated mm. with the roller coaster and crave it and don't realise. So this is where if you're a bit of a roller coaster person, try working on bringing Stopping the adrenals, and that's where that breathing, being in nature, uh, focusing on really good things, being in the present moment. There's lots of things, Um, and we will be looking at more things to understand and get some insight into why we're like we are and how do we step back and um, manage it. Mm. more efficiently
1: absolutely Mm. Jennifer thank you so much for getting into that with us this morning
0: thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM